Welcome back, stoners. Welcome to Stoner Talk. I am your host, B.C. Alright. And today, stoners, we're gonna talk about something I talked about before, but we're gonna run it back. We're gonna talk about something that for some reason I didn't think it needed to be talked about. We're going to talk about ships, the most important ships in everybody's lives, and that's uh, relationships and friendships. And then I got a bonus take for y'all about a um, certain accident that happened uh, with the brother six to the nine. But uh, first, stoners, we're going we're gonna to start with the ships. Let's move on in. All right. Um, it's been a while, stoners. Oh man, what happened? Where y'all been at? Oh, you've been waiting on me. I apologize. Anyways, <laughs> come on, man. You know I do a podcast when I feel like and when I feel like y'all feel like. And I appreciate y'all, you know what I mean? 2,000 new uh, subscribers on Spotify, so I appreciate y'all. But let's move forward. Let me light my thing. I'm not sure what it is. Oh, Anyways. Um, let's see. What do I want to start with first? Friendships and or we're gonna start with friendships. I think we need to start with friendships because as of late, the the word friend um has been used very loosely uh, with people, at least the people uh, uh I know and that is close to me, right? The word friendship has been abused because people don't know how to be a friend hmm? a friendship is the only relationship see how I brought that full circle a friendship is the only relationship where the other person doesn't need nothing from you but to be there oh lord Jesus you was lying no I'm not I'll run it back for you think about this stoners Okay, if you're somebody's friend, a true friend, you never have to beg for anything. Just ask once if they got it, you got it. You never have to uh, uh, validate yourself around them. They accept you for who you are. And when things are going bad in your life, if they can't help you through it, then they'll battle the demons with you. That's the markings of a true friend. Most people live by the laws of acquaintances. Somebody that you know or you've been knowing for a long time. Stoners, do not get me twisted. Just because you've been knowing a person for X amount of years, right? X amount of decades, that doesn't mean he's your friend. That's just somebody that has been in proximity of you and y'all have shared a lot of memories with. That's it. You know? Um, as of late... You know, friendships has been abused, uh, misused, mistreated, you know. Um, now, granted, this podcast is, I'm not, I never lie to my stoners, you know. So this podcast is, re- is in reference of my life, but it's not direct, okay? So don't take everything so literal, and um, or do, it doesn't matter. You, you, you take it how you want to. So let's start with friendships. Um. When you're going through something, 
right? Whether it be with your spouse, whether it be with, you know, some, some people on the street want to get with you or, you know what I'm saying, your, uh, your girl just broke up with you, you need some advice, whatever have you. But when the world throws life at you and it gets too much to bear, you can use a real good friend who has either been through that same problem or can at least give you a momentary means of joy to help get through that problem, right? What a friend should never do is compromise your well-being and the well-being of said life. Let me let me re-explain that. In other words, stoners, your friend should be there to help you through life, not make it easier or make it harder. They should be there to enjoy the life that they built with you. In other words, um, I don't need you to pay my rent, right? I don't need you to make my life easier that way, right? I don't, and also, I don't need you to make problems between me and my significant other. Okay, directly. I um, I'm not really a big guy in the whole energy thing. Don't get me wrong. I do believe that you know energy is never uh destroyed; it's merely transferred from one to the other, right? But I don't believe it as such when um you hear something from somebody about why they don't speak to you or why they don't uh hang around you is because the problems in your life the toxicity if you will in your life is bleeding over into theirs and causing problems in said relationship now that statement in itself right takes away all accountability for anything you or your spouse have done you basically saying right it was me and my energy that made you do whatever you did made her do whatever she did made whatever argument happened it was my bad energy that did that and i beg to differ because bad energy is the only energy that cannot be transferred to somebody that is not having bad vibes. Hmm? I mean, let me run that another way. If you go to somebody, right? Somebody's how you go to your homeboys house or your homegirl house, and you're just in a great mood, but they are in a very shitty mood. Who do you think wins the quote unquote energy battle once the happy person leaves? Once that person get back in the car and leave, who do you think wins that battle nine times out of ten? Ten times out of ten, and I bet money on it. You put a happy person around somebody who's going through something, if they don't help them through it at the very least, whilst that person is with them, they will feel momentary joy. The one thing I always will believe that love is way more intrinsic than than hate. I apologize about that song, but that's that's why I'm coming at with it. You know, when you're going through something, you need your friends, your true friends, the friends that really know you. You know what I'm saying, Stoners? Now, um, when you have a friend, right, and you share everything with this friend, well then. When things come awry, 
it should be easy to communicate with it with with each other you know to fix whatever needs to be fixed okay but what you also have to realize stoners is that you have to know some people are in your life for a season okay they're not meant to be in your life forever they're meant to teach you something they come in your life they teach you something and this is easy as they came they left sometimes we get trapped up into the the falsehood of friendship right that we are not recognizing the lesson that this person is teaching you okay if somebody comes into your life stoners and 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 they come into your life and all of a sudden like everything is just cool everything is just nice with that person there when he's there or she's there it's a good time right you're taking that person's energy and putting it towards yourself. The same thing you're saying I'm doing or, 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 or my woman or whoever is doing that inadvertently, not on purpose, but inadvertently, it's the same way around. That's why as human beings, we are a tribal people. We need other people to survive. Why do you think when you're in prison, the very first thing they want to do is if you get in trouble is what? put you in solitary get you away from everybody because the punishment of being alone is way worse than being around murderers and killers and racists so you need your good friends you know so you have to understand also stoners like if somebody uses your life as a revolving door whenever things get good or bad or bad or good for them right and you have looked up and you've realized that I have never in a million years and would never in a million more years turn my back on said person. Right? Sometimes stoners. I apologize if there was noise in the back. Goddamn door. But anyways. Sometimes stoners. When people come into your life and you love them to the point where you say things to them that you would never say to nobody else you treat them the way you would treat yourself that's why when they go through things you have to be right there because you feel like it's you're going through it that's a friend a friend is not a person who self-preservates when you know things are going awry in his his or her relationship and because you're an easy scapegoat they use you and your problems to medicate theirs I'm not here to advocate that that is what's going on but I'm also saying that like I said before people are in your life for seasons the real ones are around forever if they want to be I have never turned away somebody who say oh, what's up busy? haven't seen you in a while but I do remember the ones that never have to say that to me the people that I've never said it's been a while since I talked to you huh those guys it's amazing you know acceptance of people makes you look better even if you're a bad person in other words if you're um, beating and hitting your wife if you're cheating on your man with his brother if you're doing bad things in your relationship right momentary small goodness will buy you oomph with the other person in other words I'm saying stoners that how can I put this? Um, 
it's so hard to quantify friendship because it's, it's really supposed to be unquantifiable. Like you can't measure friendship because, like I said, it's the only relationship where the energy stays the same and stays neutral. None gets higher, none gets below. Once that happens, the friendship is over. And now y'all are living off of memories. That's my dog. I've been fucking him for a long time. It's not, man, that's my friend. I, I, I love him. You speak about him in past tense or her in past tense, even if they're alive. The, the friendship is broken. So then you start to think, oh, you know, as a, as a, as a man, what happened? What did I do? Did you do anything? No. Did they do something? Maybe. But you got to be honest with yourself. Then you got to think about it. Was your friendship the same as their friendship? And that's not to measure. I, mean, I brought I brought him this. I got him that. I, I brought her this. I got her that. No, that is not a friendship. We are not in service of each other. I'm not your butler. Think about the impact someone makes, makes in your life. Think about how you feel deep inside when you see that person. Like just the just the look of that person once they hop out of their car or whatever have you and you see them how you feel right then and there if you know for a fact that the person you you feel like that about your friend does not feel that same way about you you have to step back and the same goes for friends that are out there just chilling hanging back not even thinking about the the damage that they have caused in somebody's life maybe you should realize what your energy is doing and putting out there you know nobody's perfect especially nobody in a relationship okay i'm not here to blame or judge but i learned as a as a kid long time ago treat others how you would treat yourself I don't want nobody to lie to me. I don't want none of my friends to have sex with my woman. I don't want none of my friends to, to you know what I'm saying, backdoor me in any type of way. So I act the exact same way. All you can be, stoners, is a good person to these people. And for whatever reason they want to go, for whatever reason, if you want to pursue the knowledge of knowing, fine. But I can guarantee you this, whether you know or not, your reaction will be the same. And how I think you should react is how exactly how I reacted. I let people have their peace. I let people have their lives. I just refuse to let them dictate and break my peace. Okay? That's on another part of friendships. When you're somebody's friend, right, Stoners? I just want to, you know, blaze on to the next uh, topic kind of right after this. You see what I did there? Anyway. When you're somebody's friend, okay, and you act as if you're they're your friend, okay, if for any reason your friendship must go, talk to the person. Either let them know what they have done wrong so they can either have an opportunity to fix it or as adults, y'all can be like, you know what? You don't mess with me. I don't mess with you. Let's move forward amicably. But the one thing everybody needs to stop doing 
Because I see this a lot in, 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 in my friends with couples and my, my homies that have talked to me all day, but won't go say two words to the person they're talking about. And I'm like, if you would have done that, dog, you, do you realize y'all would be cool with mother right now? Y'all basically thinking the exact same shit. It's just y'all think different because y'all look the exact same person. Communication has won and lost major wars. All over communication. You know? The reason why I say that is the embarrassing feeling of reaching out your hand to somebody you thought was a friend and they badly give you a dap to let you know you're theirs. The hardest pill I ever had to swallow was learning everybody in my life don't want me in theirs. But you have to swallow that sometimes. But it's hard to swallow a pill you can't find. In other words, I'm going to stop making it so complicated. Stoners, if you have a friend, right? And you're doing something. If you have a friend, stoners, with a spouse, right? Let's say you're friends with somebody who has a spouse. Well, through association, the same responsibility as you have for that friend, you have for their spouse. Not saying you hanging out with them every day like you hang out with your, with your friend. You talk to them on the phone every day like you hang out with your friend. But they command the same respect. Just like I would never say nothing bad to you in your face or behind your back, I would never do the same for your spouse. If I have a problem with you, I'm going to bring it to you and we're going to fix it. I would do the same for your spouse. And there's only one reason to do that, right? They're a team. When you're on a team, y'all must have one sound, one band, one sound. All right, I've quit. But no, on, on a team, you have a single-minded goal, and y'all are all headed that way, right? How would you feel, stoners, if just one person on the team, instead of doing what they're supposed to, supposed to do, I'm sorry, to protect the team and let's get these championships, they veer off and do something else with somebody else? Or they're still on the team, they're just doing something that benefits them way more than it benefits the team. See, now you're making yourself a, a, a cancer, if you will. Right? A benign one, but a cancer nonetheless. Because you cannot go to, you cannot have, that's why all of my friends are married or they have like real long-term committed relationships. Because uh, uh, you cannot, I cannot be friends with a single person because their life is not my life. You know, if me and my woman argue and fight right now, she throw a pot at my head, kick me out the house. I literally have to wait till she calm down, get back to the house, talk out, see if we can get back together, try, and then see what happens. Like we, because we have a union. We can't just break up and then leave because there have we have responsibilities towards each other. So even if we break up, we're really just making it worse for each other because now a team is doing what a team should be doing, but as singles. And it all draws back to you, the friend. You have to step back. This is why when, I'll peel back the curtain a little bit. This is why when my friend told me that, you know, my relationship is a little bit too toxic. And, you know, it's bleeding over his I took whatever excuse he gave me. And I, all right, you, I feel that, dog. And I backed up. Because I will give you your peace. That's your wife. That's your family. That's your husband. That's your family. You you have all the right to your peace. 
as, and, and as your friend, what do you need me to do to facilitate that? Or you don't, you, you can't talk to me for a little while or whatever. Fine, dog, go ahead. Make whoever is having your kids, make them happy. So you can in turn be happy. And as the friend, you want to, if you, the reason why I say you hold, you hold obligation to the spouse as long as, uh, as well as the friend, because and here's the responsibility, the responsibility of not being the one that keeps them together, but also not the one that drives them apart. You see what I'm saying, stoners? If you have a friend and you consider this person or this girl like a actual true best friend, my dog. And you see them going through problems. And you have the capabilities and or the means to solve it. Well. Do you really consider yourself a friend? Friends are never selfish. Friends don't look out for just themselves because I have a friend. When Forrest Gump was running out that woods because he was getting shot. He thought about it. I gotta save Bubba. You gotta go get my partner. You hear me? No matter what kept happening, he went back to get his partner. Friendship is friendship. But you also have to understand who you are as a friend. Are you the the light that shines on that whole household? Are you are you just the light that shines on one person in that household? And when you come over, everybody hates you. Are, are you the reason why that household is still together? Figure out who you are in that person's life and to their spouse. And in that way, you figure out if you're a friend or not. You know what I'm saying, Stoners? So, um, before we move on to relationships, the last thing I want to say about friendships is they're very important. How many of us have them? friends they're very important please cherish them do not think you can find a best friend right around the corner that doesn't happen to find somebody who's like-minded like you that accepts you for all of your flaws but also highlight all of your attributes i think that person is a beautiful person a person that keeps you your head high but never lets you drop too low is, is the beautiful person i think that person should be celebrated friendships are very needed but there are rules to different friendships. And if you don't follow those rules, you will become the bad guy. Either to that union, that person, or to yourself. We'll be right back, Stoners. See. Uh... Welcome back, Stoners. I actually thought I had some pre-rolls. <laughs> and I didn't. I think there's a first pre-roll in the beginning. Uh, Spotify for podcasters. What's up? Appreciate the love, and I hope y'all out there doing your thing. But I'm not really sure, so we're just gonna get into the next segment of it. Um, the other ship we need to talk about is relationships. You know, and I've talked about this a lot on my podcast, man. Like, like, you know, what I'm saying, uh, the great Chris Rock. You know, what I'm saying he taught us two things. One. He taught us never let nobody run up on stage. <clears throat> I'm just joking. But no, honestly, the great Chris Rock has taught me one thing in his stand-up show called Tambourine Man. And it goes, I hope I don't butcher it. Only women, children, and pets are loved unconditionally. A man is loved under the condition 
He provides something. Men, when we love, we love realistically. Women, when women love, they love idealistically. In other words, saying, when I meet a girl, I understand her past. I know exactly who she is. But I can either look past that or I know in time she would change. So we accept her for who she is and highlight who she's trying to be. Right? When women fall in love, and if women want to be honest, my stonettes, when you fall in love with a man, you have an idea of what this man can be or of what you want him to be. And that's what you fall in love with. As soon as that picture comes out of frame, first, you fall out of love very quick. And, be, and because it's so quick, you start to resent the person. Because you wonder, do I even like him anymore? You start to lose sexual attraction to him because you fall out of love so quick. It hurts when you fall out of love with somebody so quick. It makes you hate them because it's like, did he trick me? Or some stuff like that, right? I, oh, don't worry, uh, ladies. I understand, but I'm about to tell you what's up. Right? So you didn't fall out of love so quick because he, he stopped getting money or he's not a, a big-time rapper no more or he lost his ambition and drive so he quit his job or just whatever he whatever it was about him, right? There was something that made you say, that's that nigga right now. Excuse me, but that's that guy. It stopped. Or through time, he has proven you that, no, I'm not that guy. So you fall out of love. Because what you, what, what you valued from him is not there anymore. And that's when the, the cheating and the, you know what I'm saying, the excuses for talking to this person. That's when everything starts over again. Oh, God, I hate when that happens. This, now when guys, now that's idealistically, that's an idea you had of somebody. Now when guys try and fall in love, we fall in love realistically. I know exactly the person she is. But the way we believe in love is not like Disney fairy tales. We know we don't live happily ever after. And men are willing to stick by that. Okay. Not too many. I'm telling you, ladies, not too many men. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm one of them, but I'm also not saying I am. I'm just saying not too many men break up with their women just for going out there and getting some dick, no matter how you have gotten it. But a woman would believe you for aggravating times or whatever if you cheat on a woman and she thought you was the type of person that would never cheat she'll remind you that all the time if every time she came to your apartment when y'all was just courting and trying to talk to each other and her and your stuff was immaculate not knowing that your sisters and your mom and then your homeboys that come over they clean up and all that good stuff not knowing that you're a slob then that's the problem too if when she got with you you had two jobs always had money in the bank da -da 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 -da, not knowing that those jobs was given to you by other friends that wanted to see you prosper you never really did anything on your own she fell in love with that so when once you finally be, decide to be who you really are she has to ask herself okay is it worth it to stay she looks at her options she looks at what you're actually bringing to the table and she wear her options from that moment until she actually makes a decision that's the woman's idea of giving you a chance to win her back without telling you one word without acting like anything has changed that's your time if you don't do something within that time she's gone maybe not physically 
Maybe not physically, not just yet, because women never break up or leave unless they have a plan. At least a plan. Some of them have more than a plan. They have an actual out. But that's how women love, idealistically. Let you get a woman and have and have, and then one one moment you don't. In today's society, in 2023, women don't believe in love uh, forever. Women believe in love for now. That's just the way it is. Now, some of us out there, hi, me, and, and you know, some of, some of my friends, you know what I'm saying, King Poe, what up, baby, shout out you. But a lot of my friends have permanent girlfriends. A lot of my friends have wives. Those women, shout out to y'all. I know y'all are there for the pure love you have for that person, the energy that he gives you. You know what I'm saying? I can understand that because of the things you've put up from that person. Huh? And how you keep striving by because you see something in that person. He's, he's showing you the monster side of him, but you know how to tame that monster. And I respect women like that. But the women, women, I want you to understand something. <clears throat> in order for men to do their job as men, you need to do your job as women. Hey, men, in order for you to do your job as a man, I mean, for women, I'm sorry, for women to do their job as a woman, you must need to do your job as a man. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you uh, an example. All right, from my life, this is a true story here. I was depressed not too long ago. Uh, a couple months ago, I was very, very, very depressed. I didn't want to see nobody. I didn't want to talk to nobody. Because I felt like I had let a lot of people down with an endeavor of mine. Battle rap, of course. And uh, I was really down on myself. you know. And I just wanted to focus solely on my podcast and just leave battle rap alone. But then my woman let me know that... Do you realize you don't even have to battle and when people see you there it's automatically exciting it's your presence like you're at a position like these i love these words you're at a position now where you can literally do no wrong so what you messed up one battle how my baby say even jordan missed even rocky lost but i hear you love that gave me the motivation to pick myself back up and get back out there one three battles in a row I could have said that depressed and she could have came in and said, oh my God, why don't you just shake it off? Be a man. Suck it up. No. I need you to be a woman, soft, feminine, caring, nurturing. Let me get that, that energy, like Goku for the spirit bomb, right? And then from that femininity, I know I said that all wrong, but from that, I build my masculinity up and I go out there and conquer the fucking world. She has to do her job so you can do yours. If I bring home food, you make a meal. If I buy you a house, you make a home. If I give you nuts, you make kids. Because we're a team, we're together, it's me and you. Then them. See what a lot of relationships need to understand, there's only two people. There's captain and your first mate. Everybody else, Get in when you fit in. If not, get off. Nobody can tell the captain what to do upon his ship. And the first mate only takes her orders from the captain. And as long as it stay like that, nobody's stepping on nobody's toes. Nobody cares about nothing. You should never let an outside entity dictate how your relationship is. That draws it back to the friendship thing with the energy. You know? 
if I'm all happy and cozy and doing doing it right, and I see my friend is going through something, let me shine this light on him as much as I possibly can and hopefully give him some advice to get like me. I will not turn my back on him or her so they don't get no light at all. Who's really the toxic one, me or them? But again, the responsibility lay excuse me, the responsibility of relationship lies on the captain and the first mate, the man and the woman. People, friends can give you advice. Friends can give even the bad single friends can give you tell you what to do. But at the end of the day, you should never let an outside entity dictate how your home and how you move in your relationship because when you need your woman, how you need your woman, not just sexually, sexually, like how you need a woman hold me, hold me, like that speech my girl gave me. You know how in love with somebody you have to be to look past that flaw and that weakness of him being depressed because you know what the type of alpha male he is. So all he needs is this little bit of fuel. You got to get to know somebody that takes time. You can't find that around a corner. So as a friend, you should respect that union and just know, hey, whether you stay or leave, I'm rocking with you. I got your back. If you stay, then me and him cool as a fan because through association, that's your man. So through association, that's my friend as well. A community is, 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 is more than just, you know, a bunch of people living in one spot. A community is a bunch of people being human to each other. If I am the problem, let me know what the problem is if I have if I'm too blind to see it and let me fix it. Why? Not because it makes me look bad, but because it makes you feel better. Relationships and friendships are the only things that we can just happen to fall into. Like, well, how, how did I get here? But we can also lose them without even knowing they're gone. You have to take care of both so they both can take care of you. If you want to be happy, try making other people happy. I know it's weird, stoners. I know it's weird. Stop focusing on what you don't have. Stop focusing on what you may need. Stop focusing on the problems. Like Steve Harvey said, stop saying got and say get. Oh man, I got to go to work. Or, whew, I get to go to work today. Most niggas in jail. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got a job. I get to go to work, baby. Oh, I got to watch my kids tonight, bro. Whew, man, I get to be with my kids. We going to kick it in bullshit. So I'm going to catch up with y'all this weekend. Like, there's ways of making your life plentiful, is what I'm saying, stoners. You change your way of thinking, you change your reality. You should never let an outside entity dictate your home. Because at the end of the day, when you need a baby's father for what baby's fathers are supposed to be needed there for, the person that gave you that advice will not be there. When you need a mother for what mothers are there for, that dumb nigga that told you to, to take that advice and leave her, he did not know what you had. Nothing that is worth it comes with no struggle. I hope y'all are listening when I say that. And to have somebody with you, whether it be your best friend, your friend, your wife, your husband, to have somebody that's with you. 
to the end, no matter what, you have no idea how beautiful that is until you're all alone. So take care of the ships. Stay above float. As always, love life and let life live. Please follow me on all my social medias, Mr. Super Duper BC. That's M R S U P A E U P A B C. Also, I'm on that PSN. You want to run some Apex and 2K, whatever have you? I got money. I can get whatever game you got and slaughter you. Uh, Mr. Super Duper BC, but with the number one at the end. Uh, the podcast is Stone and Talk. Also, go follow me on Spotify. You know what I'm saying? Doing big things over there. This podcast will be up on YouTube and uh, iHeart as well. Uh, what else? What else? What else we got? Uh, stupid little bit of clothing. Shout out Double M, man. And uh, yeah, Stoners. Uh, just just to end this, say, look, we all drifting out here. We all drifting. We all need some place to dock. Whether you dock with a friend or dock with a, a, a relationship. <laughs> Just know, when you dock with those ships, you have to take care of them so they can take care of you. Y'all take care of each other. The right hand, wash the left hand. The left hand, wash the right hand. And both hands, wash the face. Stoners unite! Stoners, stoners, stoners. Y'all was going to let me get up out of here without fulfilling my promise. I got this little bitty thing I want to say right quick before I sign off. My bad. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I need to say my little piece about 6 9 I'm going to make this short and sweet. Maybe not short, but I'm going to make it sweet. Listen to here. Okay. Um, first of all, let's start here. The guys that did it, stupid. Retarded. Dum, 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 dum. Let me explain why. Okay. You just attacked in a public area with cameras everywhere, okay? A known FBI informant. Oh, my God. They are under surveillance for the first two years of them even being released. But that's neither here nor there. In other words, and now this FBI informant that you beat up in a public place with cameras everywhere is a millionaire. So, yes, you've won the battle, sir. Good job. And just like you said in the bathroom on the table, I seen the tape stoner. He said, uh, no, I'm about to get famous. No, I'm about to get, oh, and yes, you're famous now. And now you're all so stupid. 6ix9ine can handle it a, uh, a multitude of ways. He could drop 100K in Florida and be like, hey, look, first person bring me his head is on. Or he could literally go to the, <laughs> go to the police, file, file press charges. Because think about this, stoners. Uh, what did they prove? That he was a, a bitch? Oh, I think we knew that already. If he tells, was he gonna, would they prove that he a snitch? I think we knew that already too. You know, there was a reason why nobody fucked with 6ix9ine. Because they knew there was no shame to what he's doing. He feels like what he's doing is right. So unless you're willing to kill him, which not too many people have the heart for that nowadays, you're going to go to jail. He's going to laugh. And that's going to be that. Now, great. This meme of him being beat up is going to you know, circulate for maybe a couple of weeks, right? And right when it dies down, mark my words, stoners, right when it dies down, you know what's going to happen? Music is going to start getting played. See, the guy from Creed 3 said something that was very interesting. He said, not Creed 3, Creed 2. He said, uh, in all of boxing, there have been 77 heavyweight champions. How many do you uh, think people remember? Four or five? No more than seven? 
because it's not the, the championship is not enough. You need something that sticks to the ribs, a storyline. Okay. Six Nine's music was not great. It wasn't about to be memorable, but it was good. It was good, but it needed something to push. Why do we need to listen to this? We got other good music to listen to. I know what. The blood situation. The beef situation. He needed something to push his records. That's why he was telling DJ Academics that he don't want to do music no more because what's happened to him has happened. So he can't he can't do that again. So now there's some a little bit of a little bit of controversy has popped up. He's gonna try to pump this out. Drop a couple of new songs, use this new stuff to drive up old stuff. Yeah, they got me so what? And I walked away. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I seen the beat down. He hit him a couple times. The guy that was holding the camera kicked him in the face, but I've been jumped before. You know what I'm saying? I've seen my brother King Poe get jumped before. I wasn't there, but I heard about it. We didn't get up <laughs> right when they left. We laid there either for ambulances or somebody else to come pick a nigga up. But we didn't just get up saying, man, y'all jumped me. We couldn't talk. So I don't think it was that bad. I, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody get their scuffles. I don't think it was that bad. So really, what did you accomplish? You made yourself a target. You made yourself a criminal. You did it all on camera to do what? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of these people out your stoners to be like, oh, clout is stupid. Why you go for clout? No, because clout equals fans. Fans equals money. Oh, no, I get it. But you're not going to get any clout from this. Just like the guy that tried to fight the baby and that thing and got washed. Even though you got beat up and then jumped, you still didn't get any sympathy. 6 9 was literally bowing out, people. Bowing out. Every time you seen or heard from him, it was on something positive. Giving money away. He's just chilling. He was trying to live his life. He's done with the... He, it looked like he was done with the stuff. He tried to drive it up again with Andrew Tate, but it just wasn't working. So he said, you know what? I'm going to invest in something else and just take my millions and roll. He has bowed out and y'all have poked the bear. Now, don't be surprised if 6 9 start dropping music out of nowhere. You, you, you can't troll a troll. All you're going to get is trolled. <laughs> Stoners unite, man. 